And we're back with episode 36 of Dog Football Weekly. It's your host, Reed, with your co-host. Russ. And Russ, you know, two episodes in two days. You know, we're back again today. Before we get going today, you know, we want to shout out our corporate sponsor, uh, Daniel Sapp again with DS Detailing. You know, we mentioned it in last night's episode. You know, if you're looking for a car, truck, SUV detail, in the 478, you know, he's your guy. But, Russ, let's just dive right into what we were, you know, planning on talking about. Um, Vandy game, around 48 hours away. Russ, just tell me what I want to hear first is your overall score prediction. Uh, okay, so I've been thinking about this. You texted me earlier telling me that we were going to do this. I actually I had time to prepare. Yeah. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to say – I'm gonna go forty-nine three. I like that. I like that idea a little bit. And you know, one more question for you. You know, we've really been a slow starting team except for last week. Do you think that kind of fast start, jump on them quick, you know, kind of start to a game is gonna continue this week or no? I think we're gonna come out and do exactly like we did last week. We're gonna come out and dominate from the first snap. And we're going to play physical and we're going to play fast. And that's how – I mean, we're going to do that the rest of the season. We're going to come out, show what we got in the first quarter. I mean, we're not a, we're not going to be a second-half second football team anymore. You know, as much as I'd love to see that, for some reason I got a feeling that, you know, Saturday's going to be – I think they're going to win. My score prediction for that game's probably – I've been sitting around 42 nothing. But I think they're going to, you know, I think they'll play more conservative than we saw against Kentucky. I don't think they're going to show as much because, you know, for a while we thought, well, this offense just sucks. This offense just – not really not sucks. It's not the word, but it's not explosive and they, they don't open it up and we don't attack downfield and we're just going to, you know, run the ball and, you know, throw the short intermediate passes. But then last week we see them open it up when we're playing against a big-time team, and Kentucky is a very good football team. So, uh, you know, for some reason, I think that, you know, it is Vanderbilt, and Vanderbilt is obviously considered – That's I mean, that's considered just a – you know, you check that one off before the year even starts, regardless of what they have. So I kind of feel like they're going to play a conservative football game, and I think it'll take them a little while to get rolling Saturday. Well, I I do think, you know – the defense is going to play well. Vandy's, you know, not very good. but So the defense is going to play well. We're going to run the ball a lot. I have a feeling a lot of – probably a lot of screens again, <laughs> uh, stuff like that. But we're going to score off of that, off of that stuff relatively quickly. I hope so, my, man. I mean, I think – I mean, I think Dejon Edwards is going to come out and run the ball like he knows how to do, and that's that's going to be it for him. I mean, that's the run game is is how they're going to win that game because they're not going to show their their flashy, you know, eighty yard touchdown plays to Brock Bowers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for a while, you know, everybody out there was worried, and I'd say myself included, we were all worried, like. Do we even have that in this playbook? Does Mike Bobo – is that even an option with this team? Like, is there any downfield attack? But, you know, last week kind of showed us, hey, 
like we will attack downfield. We can attack downfield, and they can be just as explosive as we as they were under Todd Monken. So, and I don't think I don't think if you don't have to, I don't think there's any reason for them to just you know just throw it all over the field all game long and give everybody and put all that on tape for everybody else to see for the rest of the year because there's a lot of big football games coming up, and you want to have as little of you know tape and plays and stuff on film for. Ole Miss to see, for Tennessee to see, for Missouri to see, for Alabama and, and Atlanta to see. You want your really save your best stuff for this last this last home stretch down the stretch, you know. Yeah, we're definitely not going to open the playbook up this week for sure. I mean, it's it's going to be like I said, run heavy in my opinion. You know. And if they, you know, if we can run the ball well, then let's do it. Um, one more question for you, Russ. If you could give me – who's somebody who you think is going to step up on offense and who's somebody you think is going to really step up on the defensive side of the ball this week? Offense, I'm going to – like I said, I'm going to go Dejon Edwards uh, just running the ball. I think he's going to have two to three touchdowns this week, uh, probably over 100 rushing yards. I think it's going to be a big week for him. Uh, defensively – I'm going to go with my guy, Dumas Johnson. Uh, just, I, I really want him to be good, and he's an elite linebacker. If he just if he just step up and do it, I mean, if he just take what's his, I, I think he's a great, great player, and I'd like to see him step up this week. You know, you talk about him being elite, and last year, I mean, we've been spoiled as Georgia fans with just a linebacker run of the guys that have came through as of recent. But, you know, N'Kobe Dean goes to the NFL. Channing Tindall goes to the NFL. Uh, Quay Walker goes to the NFL. Those are three kind of inside linebackers. And then, you know, you have Smale and, and Jamon Dumas-Johnson step in last year. And, I mean, Jamon Dumas-Johnson specifically, I mean, he played like an animal last year. He was, in my opinion, he was a top three linebacker in the conference. You know, I thought he should have been – I don't know if, if he was all SEC – you know, I picked him to be an All-American before the season started. I thought he was going to have just a monster year and a monster campaign on his way to the NFL. But, you know, he's not playing bad football. He's not playing awful football, and neither neither of them are. But they're not standing out to you like they used to because it used to be like these two guys were flying around the field, and they're both capable of it. But, you know, really they've been my, they're probably the two biggest disappointments for me this season. Uh, you know, I've got I've got another guy who I really think has been kind of, you know, mediocre-ish is Kamari Laster. Yeah. I know you I know you're really high on him, but and I really like the guy. I just feel like he's not playing as physical as he normally does. Yeah. I so this defense this defense last year was physical as you could get. I mean, hard hitting everything. This year, it seems like we're kind of – I mean, the intensity isn't there. Yep. I, the secondary is has played some good football. Dalen Everett, I think he's going to be a great football player. He's just young, you know, so he's going to make those mistakes like at Auburn. But then he makes a, the, probably the play of the game at, against Auburn. Um, Kamara Lasseter, you know, I've thought he's – I feel like he's tackled well. And he really hadn't given up a lot of yards through the air. But, you know, 
people don't people don't notice Kamari Lasseter really. You know, I was looking at on three's list of their top twenty five corners in America, and Kamari Lasseter was number twenty four on the list. And the guy from Michigan, Will Johnson, who I think he's arguably the best corner in America, he's not even on the list. But that's besides the point. But yeah, I think Will Johnson. We played baseball with a guy, uh, Will Johnson, last year. Oh yeah, Will Johnson, catcher man, <laughs> catcher. But if I had to name, you know, an offensive and defensive guy to really step up this week on offense, I'm gonna go with Tate Ratledge at guard. Had a really rough game against Auburn, but then he came out last week against Kentucky, and he just was a monster. You know, pulling around the end and. Pass block and really had one of probably his best game of the year, and I look for him to continue that this week. You know, you're not going to hear his name called a lot, but that's a good thing if the line's not being talked about a good bit, you know. And so he's my pick on offense. On defense, I'm gonna go with probably the most talented guy on that defense. I'm gonna go Michael Williams. I think you know he's had he's played well this season, made a lot of tackles, a lot of tackles for loss. I think he's going to have a big day in the backfield, whether it's sacking. Vandy's QB or, you know, making some tackles for loss with the run game. Him and then a guy who's kind of been off and on with the injury, but he's probably your best pure football player on that secondary, Javon Bullard. You know, if he's healthy and they can get him playing at full speed for the full amount of defensive snaps a game, he's a, he's the biggest difference maker to me because he's got that experience. He can fly around. He can cover. But he's also playing free safety in the middle of your defense, or it's called the star position, actually, at Georgia. Yeah, I like your picks a lot. I think, you know, Ratledge is he's – he's a really good offensive lineman. You know, he's, he protects quarterback well. I think he's going to do a good job this week. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's all I got to say about that. Hey man, thanks for joining. Thanks for joining me, Russ. Uh, this is gonna be it for today's episode of Dog Football Weekly. We hope you enjoy.